can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. We look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze. We race on Sunday, so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. Through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection, learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision. That's where it all started. 
Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Justified Cultures, Traction MXC Covers, and Moto Ice Wrap. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than uh, one of the principal hosts of the Pit Pass Moto Radio radio show, none other than Scott Casper. Scott, how's it going? I'm great, Brad. Good to talk to you, man. Thanks for uh, having me on your show. Well, like, hey, I absolutely had to. It's only the right thing to do after the guy has me on live radio uh, on on iHeartRadio twice over the last month. Uh, basically, our first conversations were about having uh, you on my show, and then uh, it quickly turned over to uh, to an invitation to be on Pit Pass Radio. Not only la- last week, but uh, the, the, again uh, two weeks prior to that. That was awesome. Uh, tell me a little bit about the show. Um, I would love to kind of get kind of. I like. I love to find out how things kind of came to fruition as far as like uh like this podcast at one point was just an idea in my head and now we're uh, this is episode 421 uh and uh just getting off a podcast with with chad watts not 10 minutes ago um uh, tell me a little bit about how uh how pit pass radio has has be, has uh, became and how it's kind of grown over the years well brad first of all uh thank you so much and we love what you do dude and you you get into thank the you. heart of the matter you're in the pits you're talking to the racers, the team managers, the mechanics, the wrenches, the guys that set up the tracks, the guys that build the tracks from the dirt works on up to the fans. And that's the best part about it. Because if we stop talking about the sport in all aspects, we're missing every aspect, if you understand what I'm saying. The idea I is do, that, yeah. the, and, and how Pit Pass came into being 14 years ago was I, I had another very successful show on the air. And I said, if we use the same format, can't we help promote the sport of motorcycling? And I, and I cover all disciplines. I don't care if it's AMA. I don't care if it's Canadian dirt. I don't care what it is. But can't we take care of the discipline, the love that we share for putting two wheels on earth, whether it's terra firma, whether it's blacktop, whether it's cement? I don't care. I don't care if you're going to raise your front wheel and ride a wheelie for three-quarters of a mile. I don't care. You're living that life. When you when you start that bike up and you smell the exhaust and you know what that smells like, okay? Whether you got an old two cycle, whether you got it doesn't matter what you got. The point is you pull the string, you kicked you kick started a bike or you hit that electric start and we all feel the thrill between our legs and, and we get to go riding for the basic freedom that it expresses. But we love it. And that's why I said to my partner Tony Wink, I said, Hey, let's 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 do a show like this where we can talk to all disciplines and let's get into it. Because there's there's so much history and every day history is dying. Okay, the Hall of Famers, the guys that you know, the Roger DeCosters and others that have gone on before and now are either team managers or they are literally fading into the woodwork. Don Emby, I talked to last night, and let me tell you what, I could talk to Don Emby for hours and hours. His father won 
the the Daytona 200. Years later, he won the Daytona 200. That's history in and of itself. But if we take a look at what motorcycling is a passion for the two-wheeled sport, for the two-wheeled enthusiasts, that's all that really matters to me. And so when we started the show 14 years ago, I said, Tony, let's do this. And he said, well, what does it sound like? I said, it sounds like when you and I get together and talk. I'm an announcer. You're a promoter. You're a racer. Okay? At the end of the day, we're sitting around the campfire. We're talking about what we do, what we love. And, and, exactly. and Brad, you're one, of the, you're one of the faithful. You're one of the, the tried and true, you know, diet in the world blue faithful you get it not everybody does because perhaps they don't have the opportunity to express themselves to a larger audience but we do you know through iheart and a quarter of a billion consumers every week you know we're talking about the sport no matter what it is whether it's flat track ama dirt bike arena cross supercross uh, loretta lens it doesn't matter to me i'm talking to people who share our passion and that's how Pit Pass was founded. Tony said, how do we pay for it? And I said, we, t- we talk to the industry. The industry is what supports us. Bottom line, it's, it's little bits from everybody. And at that point, he understood it. He said, so they pay for the opportunity. And I said, yeah. And he said, the listener is going to listen for free. And I said, absolutely. I said, there should be no barriers between you and your love. You know, when is the last time you dated a girl or your wife or whatever and said, that's eh, going to be 15, 20 bucks. Doesn't sound right, does it? No, it doesn't. No. So I said, no barriers. Let's keep it a screen door as opposed to a wood door and make sure everybody can come through when they want and get enlivened, invigorated, uh, informed, entertained, educated. At the end of the day, we're helping each other be hmm, better informed and well-educated at what we do. I want to go around the corner on a day after Christmas, after holidays, and there's sand. I want somebody to remind me to look down and be prepared for sand when I go around the corner so I don't wash out my tooth. Okay, I don't want to take my Yamaha down to the down to, to, to the to the earth and get it all scarred up and me potentially get hurt. I want somebody to say, hey, you know what? Remember that. Always remember to wear your helmet. Wear protective eye gear. You know, take training. If you feel you're under the weather, get some training. Everybody's willing to help, right? Absolutely. No, I, I it, that's what I, I love about Pit Pass Radio is it forces uh, the the two wheeling enthusiast to not pigeonhole themselves into uh, taking in media uh, or, or, or listening to about uh, one particular uh, one particular discipline. And actually, the way you guys uh, release uh, uh, the show as a podcast is that you actually split them up um, different athletes. Like if you're a moto guy specifically, you can snip it out and, and listen to just uh, just the the interview with that uh, with Martin Davalos or just with Zach Osborne or guys like that uh, but if, if you're if you're, you're you want to go full bore you can listen to the whole thing from the beginning and you, you're gonna hear uh, whether it be uh, flat track whether that that be trials uh, or even talking to a, a promoter uh, and a visionary like Davy Coombs over the years that you guys have had on a number of times and that to me is just interesting and that's why I wanted to start my podcast as to begin with is that I've always had the ability to kind of lead the conversation and being that knowledgeable person within that campfire uh, atmosphere at the races. And I thought, oh, wouldn't it be interesting for me to be able to, to 
build uh, a, a media platform that would allow me to have a phone conversation with a guy like yourself or a guy like Davey Coombs or a guy like Chad Watts who built a, the first machine to ever go 24-0. and 0. And right. if I got on that phone call, what would I ask him? And what what would what would I hope that my listeners would want to know? And then I'd find out that what, what the answer to that question, those questions are. And then um, just like to build something to the point where I can I can have these individuals on the sport, and then just build it up to the to where it, honestly it is in, in my own heart is to put it on that pedestal, uh, regardless of it of the the two wheel discipline that it is with you guys and. Um, just celebrate it and, and create it more is. talking about it because when people talk about motorcycles, when people are, it has that top of mind awareness, people are more willing to uh, pull it in, spend money within it, and that makes everything go round. You know, when I first realized what the potential was for our show, and it was years ago as a, as a dirt track announcer, and I've raced or I've announced race cars, dirt track cars. I've, I've announced Indy cars. I've announced from Indianapolis 500 racetrack and the Brickyard all the way from wow. Madison Square Garden to the Forum in LA and everything in between. Every sport you can think of. But the one common denominator is transportation. How do we get from point A to point B? If you look at how people arrive at a dirt track race, a lot of them come on twins. So there is a love for that type of freedom, in other words, the expression of oneself on a on a two seater motorcycle where you got your dude and you got your chick, okay, and that's not right. a knock against anybody. It's just my observation of my language. Point is, they come and they watch motorcycle racing and it's dirt bike racing. Maybe they love that. That's cool. So I'm I'm saying, if if we drop the pretense uh, and and stop dividing ourselves. Okay, and 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 flat track is a really good representative of this. Flat track divided itself, Harley Davidson versus everybody else. Indian comes along this year with a brand new bike. Harley Davidson tries to reinvent itself and fails miserably, but they'll come back. Mark my words, they will come back. Harley will oh, yes. be competitive, but nobody was competitive with Harley for years and years and years and years in flat track. So Indian reinvents itself and comes back and says, hey, we're not only going to challenge, we're going to win this thing. I don't I don't have any problem believing that. I'm a huge fan of the underdog, okay? When the industry, industry stops ignoring itself or starts ignoring itself and the inevitable, that's when the industry fails itself. And we saw it in the late 90s, the early 2000s, and the industry took a back seat to itself. So if we can think about that, look at those guys that really took, you know, the Eric Buells and the and and the and, and the other companies like that, you know, we can we can suddenly be better than we are. Now the other companies, the Cowries and the Suzuki's and the Hondas are coming back to the paddocks and all forms of racing, not because they want to, but because they have to to remain competitive. So at the end of the day, we're providing a platform for these guys, for these racers, to show off, to talk about their experiences, to to air grievances. Listen, grievances are a big deal. Grievances create drama. Drama creates race fans. Race fans create revenue for promoters and revenue for, for promoters, whether it's Crave or whoever it is. Okay, at the end of the day, they survive on revenue. And revenue and audiences make 
with great television and great radio. So and, and, and believe me, we're part of the machine. We're not an answer. We're part of it. We've always known that we're part of it. We're not the stars of the show. The interviewers, the people that we talk to, the interviewees, I should say, but the guests that we have on the show, that is the point of the show. Our, our opinions, believe me, our opinions, while they may be along the line of whatever, they don't matter. They really don't. What we talk about and the people we talk to, that's what matters. At the end of the day, believe me, what Brad says, his view from Winnipeg, is so much more important than anything I have to offer at the end of the day because I love listening. I truly do. I'm a fan first and foremost. Don't love changing my own oil. I'll do it, okay? Love the smell of it. I truly do. But at the end of the day, I learned something from every single show. Every single show, including yours, Brad. I love Big Enough's radio. Well, I appreciate that, and, and uh, I'm very humbled to hear that uh, you value my opinion of uh, of a guy who uh, just uh, I I can't help but know the things that I know uh, about motocross because I'm just so uh, so addicted to it, so so uh, brought in by it, and uh, I want to just continuing uh, hungry for it, and even just uh, when I'm talking to you right now, uh, and even throughout the, my conversation with Chad earlier tonight, I'm thinking about oh, like maybe I could watch a, uh, a maybe a, a super Supercross or a, 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 a late early two thousands uh, national before I, I go to bed tonight it was just some, that's what what I do to to, to gain more knowledge and, and just kind of go back and remember those stories that have been told and that, that have unfolded and one of the questions I wanted to have for you is what is your favorite story to tell what is your uh, the like when when you kind of when you see uh something unfolding like when you want to bring it onto your show uh what 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 kind of gets you licking your chops as far as something that you really enjoy telling because um there are a ton of great stories in this in the sport of motocross all two wheels uh what would be your favorite um and that's it's a really good question because nobody has ever asked me that in the way you just did and here's 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 my answer i think there's going to be a there's going to be a couple of favorite stories, okay? And whether it's it's Bob Hanna, okay, dissing my partner Tony at 12 years old in a bar when Tony came up to him and said, hey, you know, you're Bob Hanna, and Bob Hanna said, yeah, I know. Okay, and then years later, I bring that up to Bob on the radio show, and I said, you know, it may not have been the best day on the track for you or for whatever, but for whatever reason. Tony's still a little bit miffed about this. He's, he holds a grudge. <laughs> but at the, end, at the end of the day, your responsibility at that time, perhaps, was not to promote the sport of motorcycle racing, but was to promote the business itself. And you missed your mark. Bob Hanna is one of my heroes, okay? Uh, John Parm at J&P Cycle in Anamosa, Iowa, who just recently died. And we just finished two uh, two weeks of, of tribute shows to Bob Hanna because I love this guy. Excuse me, to John Parm. I love this guy. And for us to lose him at 67 years old is way too young, first of all. But yeah, he, he, chose, he, he chose the last years of his life to dedicate to people who are suffering from from lung disease, okay, to to try to help raise awareness, raise funds, and and at the end of the day, 
here's the, here's the key element we, we should all deal with and we should all recognize. It's a human condition, okay? And if at the end of the day, we understand the human condition is helping each other, then it's no longer about one guy in a shop, in a barn, on a farm, getting ready to go racing. It's the kids that he may inspire. Those kids may go on to own JMP Cycle or a company like it or operate a motorcycle radio show like Big MX Radio or, or Pit Pass Radio or whatever it is. We may inspire the next generation to not only help uh, 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 achieve what we believe, but to go on beyond that, okay? We have a greater responsibility to each other. And, and if we can help educate, entertain, and inform, those are the three keys, by the way. Those are the three keys. So if you're asking me, what is my best story? I think Tony, uh, Tony's relationship with Bob Hanna, the ups and downs. I think my personal relationship with Chad Reed or Ricky Carmichael, uh, in, in that, uh, you know, they did not at the end of their careers like motorcycle racing. They hated it. They didn't like practice. They didn't like racing. They hated it because they were pushed through their career to a point where they did not like what they did. They achieved levels of greatness, but at the end of the day, and I listen, as a motion picture actor, and you know, I've done 13 movies, uh, countless numbers of training videos and whatnot, but the last movie I was in was nominated for five Academy Awards. We didn't win one, but it was cool to be nominated. I think we all say that, right? But Absolutely. If, if you think about it, we, we, we all want to be very good at what we do. And if we don't, we let ourselves down. And consequently, we also let everybody else down. The motorcycle, the, the sport of motorcycle racing, no matter the discipline, sometimes our greatest stars are our worst assets. In other words, they don't realize their responsibility. There was a football star a number of years ago, and I'm not going to name a name, who said he does not see himself as a, a, a role model. Whether you see yourself that way or not, because of your exemplary play or exemplary position in the sport, you are a role model. Get over yourself, realize it, and start figuring out a way to turn it into a positive to the kids that race, to the kids that catch a ball, to the kids that make a shot, or the ones that don't. Everybody looks up to somebody. I have my mentors, and I think every kid out there does. And whether it's a boy or girl, it doesn't really matter to me. We, we, we need to be responsible to, again, that human condition. Can we help better the place in which we live in the future that we have the ability to shape? That's our job. And Pit Pass Radio, listen, we have fun. Our jokes and our comedy sometimes can, can be absolutely stupid and fall, fall well short of the mark. But believe me, there's been guys on our show that have cried. There's been guys that didn't think anybody cared, but we do care. And we do care because we've all been there. We've tried to climb the mountain. Some have gone up and reached the peak. Others have fallen well short of the mark. You know, either, either we're submarines or we're coming to the crest of the ocean. I, I always believe that the crest of the ocean is my goal. I want to make sure that my submarine is up on top of the water 50% of the time, taking on clean air. And, and willing to share that with everybody. Those guys that race and do so well, 
whether it's a David Villeman or whoever it is. It doesn't matter. The point is, there are those guys willing to share those experiences. And it's not always about the wins and losses, Brad. It's about the, it's about the, the trials and tribulations on the way to the wins and losses. If you mounted the box, dude, good, good job on you. But if you tried, and I've told your story along the way, I know what you went through. Are you kidding me? I don't care if you're from New Zealand or Australia. Bottom line is you tried. I know what you put into it. I know financial strife you put into it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, these guys really did their best from no little, no, no more than just a small amount of money that it took for them to enter that race. Okay? This is, this is, you know, Pit Pass Radio for me has been healthcare for the motorcycling sport. Okay? It has been just that. It's a breath of fresh air. We really don't care who wins or loses. It's an interesting conversation, but that doesn't float the boat. Okay? It never should. It, it can't for me, and it never should for anybody else. It's interesting conversation, but it's everybody else. What about the 25 other guys off the grid that didn't finish in first? FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like Zipper Lock to prevent closure failures and EBO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. Hey, this is Zach Cummins from Phoenix Racing Co. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live-what-you-love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day, so we created Justified Cultures. Navigate JustifiedCultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at JustifiedCultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. 
Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly, then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one-of-a-kind. The reason why they're one-of-a-kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you can have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-packet tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. 
nickel works and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Lindovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. Yeah, that 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 to me is uh, is a great talking point because like everyone has a story within motocross. There's a uh, for if if I uh, didn't do a podcast with everyone that was like ah no one wants to hear from me, I'd have maybe four or five podcasts uh, re- recorded so far. Most people are are extremely humble about their achievements with on, on two wheels, and most people are like oh, there's a good number of people that are like oh like I I I'm forgotten or especially older guys like, oh, I call it called up Keith Turpin and he's like he's like no one wants to hear from me and I was like Keith people want to hear from you people want right. to know um, the stories they want to know they want to go deep with you and they want to find out uh, like the the ins and outs of what made your career successful what 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 were some of the things that you you fought fought against and uh, uh, after a two hour long conversation with that guy it was he was smiling ear to ear and I, I know that you guys bring out the same in, in some of your guests as well sure. Sure, you know, but I, I'll tell you, and I'm not a name dropper by by trade, because it, my life is celebrity, and I thank God that it is everything I wanted it to be as a kid. But I've worked very hard to get, you know, if I want to call whoever, they're answering the phone, and that's very cool. I talked to, and I will name drop now, Keith McCarty, the great wrench, the great mechanic, the gate, the Let great mind, right, the great mind, and. And I said, Keith, I want you on the show this week. He said, I can't do the show this week, but I, I would love to do it next week. I said, I got you for a double segment. And, and Keith, he says, I know. He said, I hear what you say. He said, I listen to the show. And he said, it's about the knowledge that I can expand. He didn't know that early, you know, 10 years ago. He didn't understand that. Okay, there are some guys that are shyer, more shy than others. Dale Waxler, for example, wheels through Time Museum and in North Carolina with 450 beautiful running bikes, okay, vintage and, and incredible motorcycle machines, works of art, really. Um, you know, he, he, he took it took him a while to understand what we were doing, but we're passing on the love of our sport, okay? We're passing on the love of our sport through his uh, museum, Wheels Through Time, and then, of course, if you think about what John Parm was leaving behind his museum in Anamosa and uh, everything that that represents, you know, that's, that's what we do uh, every week. Absolutely, and, and the passion seriously runs deep with you guys. Um, like, you guys have been doing it for a long period of time. Does it uh, – does how does it how does it stay fun for you? How does it stay uh, – um, Relevant, like you're, you're, like I, the passion is definitely there, but but at, at some time, at some point, a job is still a job. Um, like when it's you guys a, are, are de- we, we derive very little income from this venture. I will be honest; it's it's 14 years. Some years are better than others, and and quite frankly, we are among the industry's best. There's nobody we can't call and get on the show. Some enjoy it more than others. But quite frankly, if we want a Ducati guy on or, or a KTM guy or a Yamaha guy or a Honda guy, 
whoever it is that's making the news, that's part of it. But our job doesn't end there. Our job really starts there because then our job is to tell a story about how Honda got to the line for 16 straight years and dominated the 70s. Okay, our, our job is not about how Harley Davidson got to the line at at, at, uh, at, the, at the quarter mile in Peoria. No, no, our job starts there, but it continues. It, it's easy to tell the story of the winner, but to dive down below the surface, that's perhaps the greatest payoff of all. Do we all want a paycheck? Sure. But listen, I announce football, I announce baseball, basketball, it doesn't, uh, wrestling, et cetera. I, I announce all that. I make my, I make a good living what I do. But the idea of transferring that knowledge and making some kind of a basis as far as a library, if you will. If you want to hear Keith Code, one of the great instructors in Southern California and really historically one of the great instructors in the country, if you want to hear from Keith Code and his honest opinions, listen to the show. I love having guys that aren't afraid to break down that fourth wall and give their real opinion, okay? Give their honest appraisal. Uh, give their listen. Every coach of every football team is going to have a different answer to a difficult question. Keith Code is no different. Okay, every team owner is going to have a different approach to how to raise funds and gather the troops, and the troops are the supporting uh, sponsors. Every one of them is going to be different. Uh, Chuck Giacchetto, I had on the show last night from Westby Racing. You know, he has a different take on the sport than anybody else because his primary writer, Dane Westby, died. And now he's got a great guy out of Southern Africa, South Africa, that is absolutely lighting up the scoreboard, got his first U.S. win, and we don't see any sign of it stopping. You know, this is a very unique sport because dealing with so many disciplines, and there are several disciplines, but dealing with all the various personalities, let me tell you something. If you talk about AMA, you know, versus flat track, versus supercross or arena cross or enduro or, or time trials or whatever, dude, we're talking about exceedingly different personalities, different conversational patterns, different knowledge base. One thing that unites us all, there's a quart and a half to two quarts of oil coursing through that engine at a certain temperature. And it breaks down, just like all motorcycle oil breaks down. And there's fuel that goes through those lines that powers those machines. Balance, endurance, how you practice, how you prepared. Are you ready to be the warrior that is willing to give it all to win? It's a short window, but by God, when you do, isn't it sweet? But the, the real sweetness doesn't come in the wind, climbing to the top of the box. An old comedian friend of mine, Red Skelton, years ago said to me, he said, Scott, he says, once you get to the top of the mountain, look beyond that. What do you see? And I said, oh, crepes, other mountains. He goes, exactly. He says, not to climb to the top of that peak, but the ability to realize how many more peaks there are left to climb. And every show, every week for 14 years, 52 weeks a year, we don't take a week off. Every show is like that for me. Can we be the best we can possibly be? Have I fallen down? Absolutely. I'm human. I've had some weak shows. I've had some terrible shows. My partners, my honor house, 
who have changed over the years from Mark Bunnell to P.J. Durand. Tony Wink has been my longtime partner. But we've had a lot of other guys step in as well. And all of them have been a part of the success of the show. It doesn't happen in a vacuum. You know, what we love is sharing that opportunity to talk with the greats, talk with those that are up and coming, those that are enjoying success or inventing a new product. You know, we love that opportunity. But sharing that with these guys in the studio, I know it seems like I've talked a while but on, on your program, but I will tell you what, it's even better for me to sit back and listen to what they've got to ask and the answers to their questions. That's the best of all, Brad. Absolutely, and uh, I, I've really got to commend you on uh, your ability to, to to grab hold and use theory, uh, the theater of the mind to uh, to display uh, like uh, this sport and the passion within it. I think that's what ties us all together. That's what allows us to uh, continue talking about it and continue bringing it to that grander stage so that everyone can enjoy. And I think that that's uh, what uh, commonly bonds someone who's driving a a pickup truck with a motocross bike in the back of it with uh, a guy on a Harley uh, who's passing in, in the opposite direction. They still wave at each other because there's that brotherhood and there's that, that bond of, of, of two-wheeled exhilaration. Uh, and uh, I, 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 you, you put it perfectly, my friend. And uh, like you like to listen, I too could, uh, could, could listen to you talk about this all night long. You know, last night I had an opportunity to go one-on-one again with a good friend over the years, Don Emdy. Don feels the same way you and I feel about the history of our sport. In 1914, Irwin Cannibal Baker grabbed the motorcycle, and there was an Indian. And in San Diego, California, he set foot on uh, the opportunity and his bike to ride across America in 11 days, 11 and a half days. So, So from San Diego to New York City, Manhattan, downtown New York City, uptown as it were, and to be able to do that in 11 and a half days with very few miles of paved road, an awful lot of dirt and sand, and uh, a lot of uncharted territory, very few petrol stations available. So this was planned to the best of his ability, but we're talking about 1914, right? So... Three years ago, to today, to the day we're doing this interview, three years ago, Don Emdy and a group of 24 other enthusiasts set out on their KTMs and tried to recreate the exact trail that was Cannonball's run across America to see what could be done on two wheels and in, and in the short period of time of 11 days, 11 and a half days as it was, Let's face it, we're only talking about, you know, 50 to 60 miles a day. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, 200 miles a day is the average. I'm sorry, I didn't want to understand. But 200 miles a day. And today's modern equipment, 200 miles a day doesn't sound like that much, right? No. Three hours, but, maybe? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the terrain of which they conquered and realized, you know, that's the story of motorcycling. It's a shared existence. You got a guy on the side of the road with a bad tire, you got a tire or a tube or a repair kit in your saddlebag, you're gonna stop. Okay? It's the brotherhood of the road, the brotherhood of two wheels. And when we forget that, we lose the very best of who we are. 
we're out here for the freedom to do what we do. We're not fighting. We're enjoying. We're competing. We're trying to be the best we can be. And that's what Pit Pass Radio is to me, an exemplary opportunity, I think, to express that to the listeners, no matter where they are, the quarter billion people we we uh, supply our product to every single week in 54 countries. What we try to be is a voice for the everyday man, as silly as we can be and as serious as we can be, but try to get across that idea of what two wheels means to me, to Tony, to PJ, to Tony Tice, to whoever, to Brad. <laughs> hey, at the end of the day, this is our shared experience. And shouldn't we enjoy that? Because for this, and believe me, I'm, I'm here for maybe 80, 85 years, okay? I want to share my experience with everybody because I love my life. I love what I do. I don't work. I just do what I like to do, and God bless. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the opportunity to do it because you know what? I have such a great time doing it. I get to talk to guys like you in Canada. The only time I was ever in Canada was to see some of my favorite uh, comics or comedians or to go fishing at Ear Falls Lake, Ontario, Canada, and to catch, you know, 27-inch northerns or some Yes, sir. We got some big fish up here. Oh, you caught some huge fish, but you know what? I was a master at catch and return. I would take a picture, throw them right back. What am I going to do with that fish? It's huge, but somebody else should get that same enjoyment. I still feel the same way about motorcycling. You know, my beautiful Yamaha Raider, I want other people to see it, so I present it well. I want other people to sit on it. I want other people to, to experience what that ride is like. So if you're graduating from a 450 or, or a 750 or an 8, whatever brand it is you're on, but you graduate to a bike like I have, thank you to my friends at Yamaha, let me tell you something. It's the best. People say, what are you going to get next? Bradley, there's nothing better than what I have. I can tell you that. There's nothing better than sits in my garage, nothing better than I want to clean and shine and polish and take care of and love. There's nothing better than like I have. There will be nothing ever made, manufactured, or designed better than what I have. This is the last bike I will ever own. I've found the love of my life. And it, started with, it started with motorcycling, but it ended with this beautiful Yamaha. And I will tell you what, getting to talk about it periodically, sure, I've used the front brake a little bit, but I've learned how to use the back brake, Okay. Therein lies the education, that opportunity. When I have the Schmeiji brothers on the show to talk about, you know, their love of, of, of doing stunts and, and and things like that, I learn from these guys. I truly do. All of these guys. Because this is a shared experience. And, it, and you know, my, my mother always said, be a, a good teacher of what, you know, share it. Otherwise, you know, half of what we taught you is lost. I don't want to be like that. I want to share it with the guys from uh, from DMX. I want to share it with Steve. Uh, at, at I, I can't remember the name of Steve's show. But the idea is I want to share it with everybody. That's why everybody in radio or television is invited to be on our show. I have so much to learn, and I have so much to give. I don't realize how much I have to give until I listen to what they have to teach me. 
Hey, I, loud and clear, my friend. You, you're, you're preaching to the choir, and uh, you absolutely are hitting the nail on the head. Uh, we can always learn from each other as far as uh, like uh, members of the media go and, and having the stories that have been told, because although I might uh, uh, turn over as many stones as I, I can find, uh, I guarantee uh, both yourself, Tony, yourself and Tony will turn over uh, – uh, Ones that I didn't even think of, or like that's that's why when uh, when when I see that that you guys have had on the a very same guest that I had on the same week, I, I go ahead and uh, like I'm the, I'm one of probably one of the first people to go out and download that that interview and listen to it because uh, I'm always anxious to hear uh, like things I might have missed and like so there's things that like it's not it, like one interview like the the interview that I might do with somebody is not going to be the same interview that you guys do yeah. with them because uh, personal information. And and just like relationships and stuff, you guys can pull different things out of people, and I can pull different different things out of people. And I think that's what be, what's beautiful beautiful about it is that like it's just growing the the exposure of it. Like it's like, oh yeah, did you hear that yeah. interview on Big MX Radio with uh, Zach Osmond? Yeah, but you should like uh, you should have heard the one on uh, Pit Pass Radio. They 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 pulled out a whole bunch of other things that uh, they didn't even talk about on Big MX. So like. Like the beautiful thing about it is that you get to listen to both, and that you'll you'll uh, you'll learn a lot of different things. Isn't it great though that we give a platform? Okay. Yeah. And it's not to the sponsors necessarily. They they get a side benefit. But that racer, that young racer, twenty four years old, who's been going hard since he's four. Okay, he may have started on a PW fifty or whatever, but now that he's twenty four years old. And all of a sudden becomes an opportunity. This is my living. This is how I make a living. Okay. Um, all of a sudden it becomes really quite real. And perhaps our job is to teach him how to be responsible to his sponsors. At the end of most interviews, I always ask, who do you want to thank? It's time for your sponsor real. Are you ready to go, Brad? Okay. And I'll say, listen, you got to own this deal. And, and give the best you can to those people. If yeah. we take if we take any knowledge away from NASCAR, dude, they are the level best. But they have been trained. There are PR people that train them on how to take care of sponsors. We can learn a lot from those guys. I don't care if you're at the Virginia National Raceway or the Canadian Outdoor Series, wherever you are. Anytime you get a microphone or an opportunity, you talk about your sponsors, you thank your fans and your family, and if you do any one of those less than I've just said and suggested, you're selling yourself short because they are the very reason why you're there, able to do it. And they're the very reason why we're able to do Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly every Tuesday night, 7 to 9 o'clock Central Standard Time on the iHeartRadio app or at pitpassradio.com. You see what I just did there, Brad? I that that was you uh, both reading my mind and uh, letting people know where people can uh, can wa- listen to the show um, without any, any uh, verbal cue from me. Uh, you're ahead of the game as always, uh, I, Scott. Um, it's it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, and it's always a pleasure to c- communicate with you. Um, thank you so much for making some time for me this evening. I, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation just as bit, as much as I I did. Where can people? find you personally on Twitter because that's where uh, the two of us originally uh, uh, made, made first contact and uh, I think uh, if, if anyone uh, would want would want to follow anybody it'd be follow us a guy like yourself 
But I've got a lot of followers, thankfully. Uh, it's at Scott Casper, at Scott Casper. That's spelled C-A-S-B-E-R, just like Casper the Ghost, only with a B. And, then, of course, you'll find me on Facebook as well. My other show is Takedown Media or TakedownWrestle.com. And uh, we'll be happy to look for you all on, on uh, Pit Pass Radio. That's uh, the love of my life. I just absolutely adore it. And, Brad, I can't wait for uh, your review of the final round. Coming up, Arena Cross is going to be ending at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Who's going to win it? It's eight-point spread between the points leaders. We've got a lot of exciting racing coming up this weekend. And I know Tony's going to be in Vegas, and I hope to see you in Las Vegas as well. Absolutely. That is definitely the plan to uh, on a Wednesday to be heading down there to take it all in. Arena Cross, Supercross, you name it. Um, yeah, like eight points separating three different riders. I, I obviously, you go in with uh, uh, your, your your points leader is the favorite, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, hold out uh, for uh, that. J- Josh, uh, what's his name? Oh, you know, I uh, mean, one of the top three in Texas. Yeah. It's how contentious do they want to be because if they yeah. are contentious and if they, they cause any kind of an uproar in that final race, they got to live with it for the balance of the year. Absolutely, and we've seen guys uh, definitely have some implosions on that last race. We've seen some uh, some clutch performances. Uh, and only time will tell. I just hope for good racing, and same goes for Supercross, which uh, with having a, uh, a 250 class coming down to uh, three guys uh, – Three guys within one point of each other, uh, that that can go any way. It, it's basically literally win, and you got yourself a championship all in one night. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then also some West guys mixed in there just to add to the fun. If we can get Chad Reed out of the, the mixture, we're going to see some interesting racing with the big boys as well. Uh, Reed is some, somewhat of a stopper. Not exactly yes. sure what's going on there. But uh, time will tell, my friend. Hey, Brad, thanks Absolutely. for having me on your show. I've truly enjoyed it. Hey, thanks this. for coming on. Big MX Radio. That's where you're going to find them on Twitter. I'm Scott Casper for Pit Pass Radio. Looking forward to talking to each and every one of you. Look for us. Communicate with us on social media. And uh, we'd love to have you, man. Tune in every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock Central mm-hmm. Standard Time, and uh, we'll get it done. Appreciate it, Brad. Awesome, man. Thank you for giving me some time. As always, don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.